Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's promo time. So here, I'm very happy to say Mirths and Monsters has a sponsor, Studio Sweden. Been with him a while ago. I got a pair of over-the-ear Regent headphones. About two years ago, I still use them. And they're, oh, they're so good. I now have earbuds called Tolv, T-O-L-V. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Just got them not long ago. They're very comfortable. I don't normally like earbuds, but they sit really nicely in my weird-shaped ears. They're wireless. They've got a wee charging case with them as well. You just, you get, once you've used up your about seven hours battery life, you pop them in your case, you charge them up, you can stick it in your pocket and you're good to go. It's got Bluetooth. You can use it on iOS. You can use it on Android. And as you can hear, Finn is singing along with him because he's got them in his lugs just now. He's listening to the rhinestone goblins. He loves them. And because I've partnered up with him, 
the Mirthers can get a 15% off discount as well. Just got to use the code Mirths, M-I-R-T-H-S. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. So 15% off, discount code Mirths. Thanks for listening. Engage Intro Voice Halloween, the time when the veil between the living and the dead is thinnest. But that's not what matters. What matters is sweeties. I'm currently surrounded by Mars bars, Snickers, fizzy Coca-Cola bottles, and a cake of a skeleton that was made by a friend of mine. To all of you out there in Martherland, happy Halloween. Hello, my friends. I hope you're all happier than fancy dress shop owners at Halloween. Have you gorged yourself on sweeties? I certainly hope so. As you will have noticed, this Halloween episode is a tad late. I am very sorry, but the Loch Ness Halloween bash was out of this world. I was hoping to bring you the action live, but I think I caught a troll cold which is like a human cold, but way worse, and I lost my voice. But I'm here now to tell you what happened, and hopefully you'll still feel the same enjoyment as if you were there. Now, as most of you will know, I'm lucky enough to be friends with Nessie, the legend that she is. A while ago, she got in touch with an idea, a rather fantastical idea that was risky, but genius at the same time. Of course, Nessie can't come out and play due to, you know, people. It's not the worst life. She can still go out when it's dark and swim and take in the stars. The Loch Ness is very big. However, there isn't a huge amount of interaction that Nessie can do. So she came up with a plan. CK, she said. This isn't her voice, this is me. I'm just quoting. CK, she said. This also wasn't on phone, by the way. Nor has Nessie access to Skype. She sent a message via Grey Heron. They reside by Loch Ness. The message was, CK, pop down for a visit. Bring tools and glitter. So me, Finn, Ray, Bobby and Castiel made our way to Loch Ness. The crypto-cycle sidecar for Bobby and Cass... And attached to their sidecar was another sidecar for the Barry Manilow-loving Ray. Bobby and Cass favoured the dark red colour, whereas Ray liked it all black, but with a circa 1990s flame motif down the side. That's the thing with Ray. She loves easy listening music, but she digs the look of new metal. She wears black eyeliner, even though she's blacker than a Scandinavian knight herself. Bobby and Cass? All about the metal. They will wear collars, but only ones with studs on. Each of us had our choice of tunes on our respective ear holes, and away we went. We arrived late at the loch a week before Halloween. Now, as some of you may know from previous listens, Nessie has a hiding place that can only be found if you really know where you're going. Not something you can stumble over, you know? It's partly due to magic. Actually... A great deal of it is due to magic, and partly due to it being underwater. 
I parked up the bike in a safe place, on land, not underwater, and then we sauntered our way to a previously chosen launch point to head to Nessie's cave. Yes, we sauntered. Very casual. We may as well have been whistling. When we got to the launch point, we all got our scuba gear on. Even the fur babies. Custom made, because a standard sized tank would bring even Ray down. So picture the scene. Myself, the chunky hairy Scotsman. Finn, the chocolate colour lab border collie with the bat dog logo in white on his chest. The Tabby sisters, Bobby and Cass. Bobby the Grey and Cass the Black. And of course, little Ray Skywalker. All in her flippers and scuba gear, about to head to visit Nessie. We walked into the rather chilly water, and with myself in the lead, were submerged. We scubaed along, flippering through the water, making our way towards the entrance of Nessie's cave. Finn, as always, was trying to chase fish. He finds this a lot easier to do underwater. Bobby and Cass flanked us, always on alert, and Ray was diving, tumbling, and I think practising her judo moves. From beneath her mask, I could hear a very small... As we swept on, I was making sure to pay attention to the right-hand side of where I was. There's a certain pattern that's there, but only if you knew about it, or had been told by a resident. And as we know, there is only one resident. There it was. I can't tell you the pattern, of course. But I signalled to the fur babies, and we swam towards that side of the loch in single file. Now, for those of you who are familiar with a story about a young wizard with a wee scar on his head, then you know how he gets to the correct train platform to get to his school. This is kind of similar. To those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, picture a solid-looking surface, someone walking towards it, and then disappearing through it. Now, take that, put it underwater, with one human, one dog, and three cats in scuba gear, and welcome to my world, my friends. We swam through the wall of vines. Innocuous and standard, but if you know the right prehistoric dinosaur, it's also a door to another world. All five of us continued our flippering for another couple hundred metres before we reached the cave. We entered, and the further in we went, the lower the water was getting until the point when we, well... I could stand and walk until the water finally just became a solid ground. The fur babies weren't far behind me. We steadied ourselves and removed the scuba gear. We shook ourselves in the style of Finn and walked towards the cavern where Nessie lives. As we made our way down, I was still wondering what the plan was. What was the need for all the glitter? Was there a disco revival going down in Loch Ness? Were we going to saddle up and ride our ponies? Before long, we passed through the final arch and stood and gazed in awe. It was huge, vast, massive, dead big. You get the idea. Clear, crisp water filled a deep lagoon. Cavern walls sparkled with I have no idea what, possibly snail juice. 
All that was missing was the pirate ship of One-Eyed Willie and you had yourself a Goonies reenactment. Even Hyper Ray was silent as she took in the surroundings. Dumbstruck. Or now that I think about it, she was probably mentally planning her new underground evil lair. I have covered Nessie and Loch Ness before, but Nessie herself is yet to make an appearance. Until now. The water started to swish with more force. We looked down and could see her shape elegantly moving as it rose towards the surface. The closer she got, the more the water swished. And with a final movement of her flippers, she broke the surface and water cascaded down on all of us. We didn't mind, though. I looked round to see big grins on the faces of the fur babies. When the water settled, Nessie looked down at us and said, Waza! Is that still a thing? As I mentioned before, I've now been sponsored by Studio Sweden. And I just want to tell you another couple of things that will be of interest to you. So Studio Sweden, they're bridging the gap between style and tech. They provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. They are really, really affordable. Plus, they offer free worldwide shipping. That's the world. All of it. Big round thing. Free. And what's good with them, like the fashion side of things, I'm not an overly fashionable person, as those who know me know. But they've got a cracking range of colours. Rose gold is a very popular one at the moment. There's pink, there's black, there's red, there's white. There's The selection is fab. Get yourself some cracking headphones. I love them. Finn loves them. Ray, Bobby and Cass, I'll dig him as well. Thanks for listening. Back to Loch Ness. And we're back. Thanks for joining us on Channel NESA. So Nessie laid out her idea. We all loved it. It did have its share of risk, but to be very blunt... It was so blatant and in your face, it couldn't possibly fail. The plan was this, to throw a Halloween bash on the banks of Loch Ness, with music, Halloween-themed sandwiches, silent fireworks, more sandwiches, and the star attraction, a life-size, robotic Loch Ness monster. She explained this, she can't ever reveal herself because, well, have you seen King Kong, for example? It doesn't end well for the so-called beast. However, people will happily believe that a Nessie-themed Halloween bash with a life-size Nessie couldn't possibly be the real deal. Also, it meant that Nessie herself could actually interact with more than just fish and seals for once. Could make it an annual thing if it goes well. We loved the idea course we did. What was even better was that she had reached out to others as well as me. Of course she did. This was a big job. So trolls, merfolks, 
unicorns, all you can imagine, made their way to Loch Ness to join the fancy dress, wink wink, day-long festival. To make it seem even more legit, outside contractors were brought in to build a stage, student volunteers leafleted nearby villages, including, of course, Drumna Drochit, say it with me, Drumna Drochit, really roll those tongues and get that phlegm. When folks started arriving, it was such a sight to see. These boats arriving with so-called monsters and myths of legend in broad daylight. Some locals had swung by to offer any help, and they just seemed in awe of the costumes. Sure, said one troll, really getting in on the act. This costume is totally made of battered leather and cloth. Not of real human skin. <laughs> The local just laughed and said, Remarkable. Then the troll and I looked at each other and couldn't help but burst out laughing. More kept arriving, and then the rainbow appeared. Rainbows are always such a thing of absolute beauty, and this also meant that the unicorns were on their way. Now, as beautiful as rainbows are, and they are, part of me also knows that they're made of processed unicorn farts. Listen to the unicorn episodes for more facts. But I look at it as taking something less than pleasant and making it a wondrous thing. Take Pavarotti, for example. Would you hide your pies when he came to visit? Of course you would. Would you still weep with deep emotion when he sang? Of course you would. And then you would give him a pie. During all this, Nessie was in her lagoon, which is a fun word to say. Lagoon. Her appearance was going to be the highlight of the night. Up on the surface, giant screens had been erected to hide the fake Nessie. And when the time was right, the screens would drop. And Nessie, who would have made her way up and behind the screens via a watery trapdoor, if you will, would be revealed. The glitter... Nessie is going to be one shimmery lady. Also, it gives you that metallic look. A bit more roboty. Progress had been ongoing for a few days before I arrived and everything was set by late evening on the 30th of October. We all took to our sleeping quarters and looked forward to the following day and the big reveal that wasn't really a reveal, but it was real to those who knew what the reveal deal was. Party. Morning has broken. Oh wait, I fixed it. Who was it that broke it? Oh, it was me. So, Mamarthers, the day arrived and from early on, locals were arriving to enjoy the festivities. Like many carnivals, there was a multitude of sugar-based foods. Candy floss, or cotton candy as it's also known. Toffee apples covered in a variety of drippy sauces. Young kids could ride a unicorn, and I know for a fact that someone lost a bet there. But it was one off, so it was all good. Trolls ran the haunted house and oh my word, I have never seen such a happier group who actually got to scare the loving bejesus out of humans and feel no threat to their own livelihood. 
The merfolks put on a spectacular water display every hour on the hour. It was amazing to see them fly from the water doing flips and spins and they were having a blast. What was even more amusing were some merfolks who got themselves into a Nessie-shaped formation, something that had been used in the past to fool Nessie hunters. The day passed. It normally does, to be fair. Folk were having a great time and everyone was safe. Ray, mind you, was getting increasingly annoyed when she kept on getting petted by young kids. And then Ray got increasingly annoyed when she stopped being petted by young kids. A D to the Eva, that one. As the sky got darker, the stage lights kicked on. It was nearly time for the musical act. You could hear just random one-twos, one-twos as folk were testing the microphones. The group that had been booked were suggested by their two biggest fans, Becky Scott and Ruth Dempsey, two Murthers who were in the know. The band, of course, was the Rhinestone Goblins. But before the Goblins came on and did their thing, it was time for the big reveal that wasn't a real reveal but still a reveal. Party. Spotlights hit the screens and a confused Batman showed up till he realised it was a different kind of spotlight. A huge number 10 was projected. Folk knew what to do. There was a cry of 10. Then the number changed to, guess what? 9. Down it went, the big moment drawing closer. 6. It seemed to take forever. The crowd were getting louder with each number. Two! And the whole place as one shouted a huge, One! Then the screens dropped and there she was in all her glory. A huge, sparkling, beautiful creature whose eyes never showed a moment's concern. It helped that the crowd were going absolutely crazy. Cheers, screams of happiness and joy and a lot of wows were to be had. I stood near the bank with an oversized remote control. A dummy one, obviously. Let's see what she can do, I shouted. I pretended to manipulate the remote and Nessie moved away from the bank, but not before she bumped into it a couple of times. A little joke to make me look silly, but it made it a bit more believable. And then she hit her watery stride, sliding through the water, diving under before making a big old splash of bursting through the surface. Then she made her way over to us on the other side. She moved through the water and stopped close to the edge. The crowd was transfixed, well and truly. Nessie lowered her head and allowed people to stroke her. The happiness in her eyes was palpable. What also made me laugh, though, was that she was literally saying, Beep-bop-boop. I guess that made her sound more like a robot. She looked at me and winked. That was the cue. From my left came Finn, Bobby, Castiel and Ray, all decked up in their wetsuits, goggles and snorkels. They strode over to Nessie and jumped on her neck. They each had their designated spot. Ray was down at the tail. Bobby was next on the rear hump and then Cass, and then Finn was nearest the front. 
This had been practiced before in the lagoon. Nessie raised her head, all the while beep-bop-booping, and turned towards the loch again. People cheered and applauded as Nessie and Muffer babies drifted off, and it was then that the band started to play. Everyone was dancing and boogieing on down as they played their set and they finished with an anthemic cover of the Queen classic Who Wants to Live Forever, but tweaked it so that it was now Who Wants to Be a Goblin? The guests left and in the aftermath all of us agreed it was a rip-roaring success. Everyone was full of plaudits but it was when Nessie came back to the shore that folk went do-lally cheering, a rousing ovation. Everyone knew this was a risk, but it was all done because Nessie has that effect on everyone she knows. She took a bow, and as she did, Finn and the gang slid down her neck and landed in front of me to more cheers. We all chatted for a while, but we knew that we couldn't really hang around till morning. Then the fancy dress, wink-wink costumes, would start to look out of place and perhaps raise suspicions. We said our goodbyes, but me and Nessie arranged to meet the following day for a proper send-off. And there you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed the tale. Apologies for the troll. That troll called really knocked me on my backside. If you'd be kind enough to stay after the music, I've got a couple of wee things I'd like to mention. Till next time, my friends. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. The thing I'd like to mention is I've got a couple of new patrons. Sweet! Um, they are Tiffany Carlyle and Alex. I think it's Alex Brookmeyer. Um, not entirely sure. Just going by the email. Uh, Tiffany and Alex, you legends. I can't thank you enough for joining up. Um, and to the rest of you as well, yeah, my continued gratitude and appreciation. I know that I still have things to send out. I kind of got thrown with the need to buy a car, so it <laughs> sort of impacted my funds slightly. But um, yeah, there'll be a nice little Christmas things coming up for you. To all of you who are listening, thank you very much. And I know that the voting has passed, but there was a Discover Pod Awards, and I know that some of you voted for Mirth uh, of Monsters. It's, it's amazing that you were kind enough to vote for me. I hope you have a great week. I will speak to you again soon. Now that I have a voice again, hopefully it won't be as long as last time. Till next time, folkies. Tati fling. Just about to record my very delayed Halloween episode. Finn is sitting beside me licking his foot. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.